Yes, sir. What is going on, y'all? Happy Friday, January 31st, 2020, and welcome to episode number 101 on the Coach Cool Podcast. It is fantastic to be here with you guys today, and I am very much looking forward to today's episode because we're going to change things up a little bit on these Fridays. If you tune in regularly, you know that I have some special guests on. And we talk about their stories, we talk about their learning experiences, and we just get a chance to hear from them and how they operate and why they go about their business in the way that they do. So it offers new challenges, new perspectives, and it's all good. And I think people find a lot of value in that. But the more feedback I get, the more comments I get on this, um, one commonality that I keep on hearing is they want to learn a little bit more about me and who is Coach Koo, who's the guy behind the mic and have a little bit more insight into my life and where I come from and what have I, I've experienced along the way and why I operate the way that I do and things along those lines. So I thought that was a fantastic idea and I thought it was perfect timing to execute that type of episode today. So we're going to let that rip. And as a result of that, I asked my beautiful fiance, Miss Jane Klein, to join us on here today. And she's going to ask me questions and I'm going to respond to those and, again, hopefully provide a little bit more insights and information on who I am, where I come from, and uh, just things like that. So I hope you guys can find some value, and hopefully this can create a little bit more of a, a personal feel when you hear my Monday sessions and when you, when you hear me interviewing and the angles on things that I take. Um, and I think that stuff's powerful. So um, I, get, I, I hope you guys find value. I really enjoyed doing this with her. It allowed for us to have a great conversation too. And uh, I think you're going to get a lot out of it. So um, again, episode 101 on the Coach Koo podcast titled, Who is Coach Koo? Let's get it. Hello and happy Friday to everyone. Um, for most of you that do not know me, I am Jane, John's fiance, and I am going to be taking over the Coach Koo podcast today. I am super thrilled to be on here. I get to listen from John in the living room every day when he's recording these things. So it's exciting to be on the other end. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it, kind of listening all about John, where he came from, what he's all about. And um, I think you guys are going to find this really special. So I'm excited that I get to ask him these questions today. Um, and just to start off um, with you, John, just you know, like you normally do, quick background on yourself who you are, where you came from, and, you know, what you're doing right now, I think would be a good place to start. For sure. Um, well, I guess first, this is the first time being on the opposite end of the interview. So it's definitely a different perspective, which is exciting. I'm also a little bit nervous because uh, I'm not in control. So it's going to be different for me. So uh, I'm excited to be doing this thing here today. So I hope you guys find some value in it. But um, to set it off, yeah, a little bit of a, uh, a backstory on me. John Jakubic, um, I guess Coach Kube, everybody that listens in on this, but full name, John Jakubic. Um, born and raised in Plymouth, Michigan my entire life. Um, lived in two separate households there, about a couple blocks apart only. Um, so pretty much the same spot all the way through high school. Um, Catholic education through grade school. Um, had the great blessing and pleasure to attend Detroit Catholic Central High School. Um, one of the most formative times in my life attending a spot like that, some great mentors, some great, um, education there. Um, then once I graduated high school, I wanted to keep playing athletics, um, into the collegiate setting and 
Um, I had an opportunity to go to Kalamazoo College and play football and baseball up there. So I did that for a year. Um, but during my time there, I still had an itch to play ball at a bigger university, a bigger spot, and uh, compete against the best every single day. And not just the best in the state of Michigan, but the best in the entire country. So I took a chance on myself a little bit, um, had some help from other people as well, but had an opportunity to walk on at Michigan State, the football team up there, and had four awesome years um, playing up there from the fall of 2011 um, until the end of the 2014 season, which uh, met some of my best friends um, still to this day up there. Some, uh, again, phenomenal mentors and coaches and teachers and professors. Um, so the ball just kept on rolling in terms of those blessings that I accrued through those education systems and, and opportunities playing sports. Then um, after that, once I graduated, ball was done, but I knew I wanted to stay around sports. So I uh, took a job as a graduate assistant and wide receivers coach at a division two school in the state of Missouri called Missouri Western State University, the Griffins. Um, and I was there for a year, uh, but I got another itch to try out the strength and conditioning realm of coaching as well. So I took a job in Cornelius, North Carolina, just outside of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, where I was for, uh, there for about two years. I got a chance to coach uh, everyone from five-year-olds to 70-year-olds, professional athletes, novice athletes, adults, kids, you name it, I coached it. Um, phenomenal experience there at Champions. Um, but after about, again, two years, um, I was talking to my boy, Nico Palazzetti, up at Ohio State. He was a strength and conditioning coach for the football team up there. And uh, he said they had a, a spot for me to come up there and work in the weight room with him and the football team. Um, so I absolutely jumped on that. And for the entire 2018 calendar year, um, I was working with the Buckeye football program in addition to the baseball team a little bit, uh, women's lacrosse team, um, and some other teams in there as well. But phenomenal experience. And then uh, decided to make a transition to the tactical setting where I'm currently at, working as a strength and conditioning specialist for um, the United States Air Force down here um, in the great state of Florida. So that's kind of my lineage. That's kind of my process up to this point. Um, I know there's probably some things in there that Jane's going to touch on with these questions. I haven't really looked at them just yet, but, uh, but I'm excited to get this thing rolling. And again, yeah, it's a little bit of a background on me great place to start off. I mean, I think just from that, you can realize how much you've been through, you know, a lot of different opportunities, working with a lot of different people, um, and, you know, kind of growing throughout that. And while you were growing, I'm sure there was some type of influence, you know, whether it be people or experiences, what kind of, what were those main, you know, things that point out to you, whether it be people or experiences that have influenced you that to make you who you are today and take you to those next levels throughout your life? For sure. Um, it definitely started with my parents. Um, I had a phenomenal childhood. They offered me every opportunity in the book um, to do as much as I wanted, as often as I wanted, whether it was sport or again, school or different activities or friend groups, um, church setting, whatever. Um, so many cool opportunities that um, they afforded me and I'm forever indebted to them for. Um, and in addition to that, I think one of the biggest things in terms of who I am today in regards to them and just kind of the mindset and stuff that I carry with me now is um, all about effort. And I remember my dad always talking about growing up, um, again, whether it was school or sport or any entity that we were involved in, 
he always preached to us that it's more about the effort that you put into whatever you're doing than the outcome that you receive from that effort. And if, 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 you, if you can put in the right effort into a situation, you can always live with the result, whether it's good or bad, uh, because you gave it your all. And I think because of that foundation and that perspective early on, that really set me up for some really cool stuff later on. Um, whether I was going through good times, bad times, whatever, but that was something that always kind of carried me through and I still carry um, to this day. So it for sure started with my parents. And again, just an awesome childhood I had because of them. Um, then it kind of coming up through the ranks, Catholic Central High School. Uh, some of my best friends today came out of that place still to this day. And uh, Coach Tom Mack was our football coach there. Legendary coach in the state of Michigan, taught us so many life skills outside of football. Um, but most assuredly, Coach Justin Sasante was a huge influence on me. And I didn't recognize it at the time. Um, he was about as hard on me as I think you can get um, constantly. And I, at the time, I don't want to say I hated him for it, but I, I, I think sometimes I didn't understand it. But once um, I kind of got out of that setting and um, you know, kind of moved on from Catholic Central, I really started to appreciate that. And I appreciate his influence even more today. And he's doing some awesome stuff right now, still back in the hometown and home city of Plymouth and the surrounding area, doing some great stuff there. And there's no secret as to why he's doing that stuff. So shout out, shout out to Coach Asante for that, um, amongst a wide variety of other people. And then for sure, moving on into college, Coach Mark D'Antonio at Michigan State, the head football coach there as well as Coach Ken Manny, the head strength and conditioning coach, two of the finest men that I've ever come in contact with, and I know a lot of my teammates and others feel the same way about them. Um, and that kind of rounded out, I guess, my adolescence when it comes to the school systems and the sports teams and stuff like that. But um, they laid a phenomenal foundation in me, and I know I'm probably missing some people. I'm for sure missing some people with that stuff. But, um, you know, there's a lot of big players in that, but those are – some of the ones that for sure come to mind um, off the top of my head. So clearly those were people that, you know, were involved in the way that, you know, you were and everything like that. They're involved every day with you when you were going through those times. But do you have someone that, you know, you look up to or, you know, whether it be, you know, someone that um, is famous or has a bunch of accomplishments or someone that you kind of, you know, I'm always, you know, checking out what they're doing or just want to be more like them. Is there someone out there that maybe you don't even, you don't know that, you know, maybe really has also shaped you in a way? Because um, I definitely think with all that, you're always looking forward and um, always trying to get better. So is there someone, you know, that you kind of strive to be like um, that's out there that, you know, you could recommend to other people that has helped you get to where you are as well? For sure. Um... I think from a coaching standpoint and life standpoint, Coach John Wood and legendary UCLA basketball coach is always somebody that I gravitated towards, whether it's his books or I look up his videos on YouTube. Um, I actually have a dissertation from, I'm not really sure where it came from, but I think somebody's grad school or PhD that they did on him that I learned a lot from as well. But um, he's big on the process as well and kind of controlling the controllable aspects in your life and more about the behaviors that will set you up for success rather than just focusing on the result of finding success. And um, I feel like every time I read a different passage on him or a different article or whatnot, I'm always learning something new. And I think that comes from him because he was always 
um, looking forward and looking to new opportunities and never settling. And that's something that I've always really um, admired about him as well as the people around me. So I think because of his influence, those are the type of people that I try to surround myself with on a day-to-day -day basis. And I have a lot of friends that do those very things. Um, AJ Troop, one of the most instrument or inspirational friends that I have, tore his ACL three times, came back every single time, um, you know, kind of in a physical way. I just had a chance to interview Benny Fowler, uh, who's one of them cats who just keeps going no matter what's put in his way, and he's finding success by doing so. Um, my brothers, Stephen and Christopher, um, you know, kind of growing up uh, at a young age, they inspire me in different ways as well. So um, I think John Wooden was kind of the, 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 um, the overarching theme behind all of that. And because of his influence, I try to surround myself with people like him, whether it's friends or mentors or things like that. Um, to kind of push me in that direction because I think that's powerful. Great. And, you know, talking about all the moments and all the people and everything, what do you believe has been the moment in your life that you found your silver spoon? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this kind of goes back to my conversation with Benny last week and uh, talking about your silver spoon. And no matter where you're from, no matter what you've gone through, there's going to be a moment or moments or something in your life where um, the light kind of turns on for you. And it changes your life forever. And um, it kind of puts you on a path that um, you weren't on previously. And you kind of accelerate because of that stuff. So I think for me, um, I was always very blessed when it came to athletics. I was always a pretty smart dude. It seemed, I seemed to be pretty likable, you know, for, for whatever reason. Those were things that were just kind of put into my life, not because of me, but through the blessings through, you know, God or my parents or whatever. But uh you know, that, that moment for me was my senior year in high school um, during football season. And we were having a great year undefeated and ended up winning the state championship that year. But um, I tore my ACL the week before the playoffs started. And um, that really hit hard for me because I think of the year that we were having and, and, and the joy I was finding in that process and how much um, I was learning with those group of guys and those coaches and to not be able to be out there playing with them on that field um, really hit it home for me. And um, so I guess that was kind of part one of that. But part two was people know, you know, when you tear your ACL, it's not a broken bone where you can kind of come back in four to six weeks or a sprained ankle or whatever. Um, it's a longer, rigorous process. And for a lot of people, it takes, you know, five, six, seven months, sometimes up to a year. And I never experienced anything like that where you have to be diligent in the process and invest in the process of getting better every single day and just chipping away at something like so. You can't just find what you want to find overnight. Um, it, it takes pain. It takes effort. It's a grind. And that situation really taught me that. And I kind of put a goal in my head um, that I wanted to be back for the first game of my senior year baseball season. I knew basketball was probably out of the question, but baseball – was uh, was something that I really loved as well. So I wanted to get back for that. So I kind of had this end goal in mind and I understand the process that it was going to take to achieve that. So um, I didn't really look forward too much. I just focused on the moment. I focused on that day in rehab or that day in weight training or that day in whatever. And I found that result. I was able to come back and play in that first game of my senior season. And, and, and I've had no hiccups ever since. Um, thank God. But um, I think committing to the process, seeing that it works, because if you have a goal in mind and you work toward it diligently every single day, that that success can come as long as you go about it in the right way. 
Um, that was monumental in my life. And I've tried to carry that mindset and that perspective and everything that I do now. And it's still paying off. So I was, I was lucky enough, again, looking at it back now to experience that moment then, because I think everything that I've experienced since has been um, elevated in value and in learning because of learning that very thing back then. So um, yeah, that's definitely something I look towards when I think about that moment for me. Absolutely. I think it definitely shines through with your patience and your process, working hard and having that end goal, setting that goal, you know, is always important. And I think you're very good at that. Um, you know, acknowledging that goal so that you know that there's something you have to strive for. If you don't have anything to strive for, um, you know, what is that process? I think it's good that, you know, you do that and it's really, you know, shine through with your whole journey throughout this life. So with that, um, you know, you didn't just become who you are today without, you know, thinking it through and everything like that. So when you graduated college, did you know that you wanted to stay, you know, in the coaching field? Did you, did you think you wanted to do something else? Um, or how did that all come about that, you know, you chose your path now? Right. Um, for sure. So I, I, after football was done at Michigan state, um, again, I had phenomenal mentors and coaches and, and friends that, um, you know, I was able to find there during those four years. And that really inspired me to want to be in that same role for other people and kind of give back the experience that I was able to find there. So I knew I wanted to stay involved in sport in some capacity. I didn't really know how or when or what that was going to look like. So um, I reached out to a couple of different people and I was still kind of on the fence. Um, I think it was, it was the summer of 2015. So I was kind of in the middle of grad school. Um, but I spent the spring semester up at Michigan State after football was over, um, just kind of going to school, doing whatever, didn't really know what I wanted to do. That kind of carried over into the summer. But finally, I started to reach out to different people and it was time to kind of get going on that stuff. So um, I think it was a sign from God because I actually flew down to Charlotte, North Carolina for um, an internship um, job interview um, with an athletic director at a school down there. And, you know, it, it went well. It was all good. But I didn't know if it was going to be the right fit for me. And then uh, in the airport on the way back from Charlotte flying back home to Detroit, I got a call from my wide receivers coach at Michigan State, Coach Samuel, um, saying, you know, he had his boy down at Missouri Western, Coach Joel Beard. They were looking for a wide receivers coach, and they thought I'd be a phenomenal fit. Um, and mind you, this was, I don't even know, a week before the football season was starting, so I had to make a decision quick. So, you know, I told him I'd think about it on the flight, get back to him the next day. Um, I had a couple interviews with the coaches at Missouri Western, and um, I would like to tell you that I gave it a lot of thought, and I, I kind of approached it in a, in, a, in a decent way, but I just kind of said, screw it. I, I jumped at the opportunity, and um, it ended up being phenomenal for me, and I found tremendous growth, and I, and I loved having that influence and being involved in that capacity with sports. So um, I don't want to say it fell into my lap because I still have to do my work in terms of reaching out and asking for help in different ways. But um, I think I was pushing that direction a little bit. So um, again, I'm just very thankful that I had that opportunity and it was kind of shut to my face and I took advantage of it. So um, that was kind of the start for me and I haven't really looked back since I've been involved in sport or some sort of physical training or um, some sort of challenge in that capacity ever since. So it's been awesome. And I, I look forward to continuing that. Absolutely. And I think you can just hear it in your voice how, you know, 
excited you get about talking about coaching and your job and the way that you get to work with all these different athletes or non-athletes and things like that. I mean, it's just, it's obvious that you're passionate about it, but you know, what, what is the reason behind that? What is the reason you feel so strong about, you know, influencing others and coaching, um, kind of what drives you each day that, you know, gets you excited about helping others. For sure. Um, and I've kind of gone back and forth with this, I think, over the, por- uh, the course of the last couple of years. But what I keep going back to is this, uh, the more I've gotten away from high school and college and ventured off to different parts of the country and seeing what else is out there and kind of got outside my little bubble, um, I realized what else is out there and how there's a lot of good out there. There's also a lot of bad. And I could have been born into any one of those different situations. But for whatever reason, I was placed um, in the care of my parents and went to schools that I did. And I got to experience things I did through sport and friends and all those different things. And um, I was just so blessed to have all that in my life. And I feel like I found tremendous success and growth and challenge because of those very things. And, um, you know, I kind of like how I turned out. I feel like I'm doing okay. And I think a lot of other people can benefit from the things that I learned at a young age, regardless of where they're at in their life. And I think, you know, kind of having those blessings in my life and being able to experience all that, it would be, um, it it would be extremely irresponsible, I think, to just take those things and run with them and just kind of hold them inside and not share those things with the world. Um, Because I think when we are blessed with a lot, um, we also have a big responsibility to share that stuff with others. And for sure, obviously, take it as your own and run with it and do your thing. Um, But to spread that influence and to spread that knowledge and spread all that good that comes with it as well. So um, I think I Again, the more I've kind of gotten away from home and those different friend groups and whatnot, the more I realized how blessed I really was to have all that and do all that. And I want to afford that same opportunity to a lot of other people out there who maybe didn't have those opportunities or maybe aren't seeing that they have them in front of them and making them aware of it or whatever. But um, I just think there's so much good out there for a lot of people and we have so many gifts that we can unleash. And if you're put in the right situations at the right times, um, that stuff can blossom and a lot of good can come from it. So I think that's where my passion and my drive comes from. I'm not just coaching, but I think influence in general, for sure. And I know we've talked a lot about your past and kind of like where you've came from, you know, what makes you who you are today. And that's all wonderful stuff. You've come a long way. You've, you know, done a ton of different jobs and you've met a lot of different people, but you know, now you're still young, 27 years old. What's next? You know, what's next on your career path? What kind of, what's that goal you're striving for next? Yeah. Um, Great question. And you know what? I've never really been somebody to think five, 10, 15 years, 20 years down the line. Um, It's definitely something that I think about. But again, I think the older that I've gotten and the more that I've experienced, um, I really just try to live in the moment and get the most out of the moment and be present in that moment and work really hard at it and do it for the right reasons with the right intentions. And the right opportunities have always seemed to just kind of come of that as a result of taking things in that light and approaching it like such, whether it was in Missouri to Charlotte or Charlotte to Ohio State or Ohio State to now. Um, just work really hard where you're at and do it for the right reasons. Um, surround yourself with a phenomenal group of people 
And I don't know. I, I just feel like if you can do that stuff and the right stuff's going to be put into your life at the right time, it might not be what you look like or what you want it to look like or envision. And that doesn't mean you can't set goals and you can't have a vision for your life. But at the same time, um, I think some stuff just happens for a reason. And um, what I do know is I do want to continue influencing. I want to, I want to continue coaching. I want to continue to be a light. Um, for at least a couple of different people out there if I can and whatever that look like looks like it's all good if it's you know coaching football if it's strength and conditioning if it's uh, working for a big time corporation um, I don't know I don't know but um, I'm really enjoying where I'm at right now and life with you and um, I don't know I think we're in a great spot and we're doing some awesome things so I'm going to keep enjoying it while we can but uh, I know great things are ahead as long as I do what I'm supposed to do and I'm really looking forward to that but also um, I'm looking forward to right now. So um, that's how I'm approaching it. I'm going to keep rocking until uh, I guess I'm forced otherwise. So that's where I'm at. Absolutely. I like it. Um, and I know you've asked this question to all your prior discussions. And I'm looking forward to hearing your answer. Um, you know, 60, 70, 80 years from now, when we're all old and wrinkly, <laughs> you know, what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to know? be for you to be known as yeah um so first and foremost and i i, I really do believe it starts here i, I want to be a person that optimized myself and became the best version of myself that i could possibly be because i think if you can start there and do that for yourself again for the right reasons with the right intentions um that's going to influence others in a really positive way and not doing so for selfish reasons. I want to gain all this money. I want to gain, gain all this popularity, whatever. But no, identifying what your purpose is in life and maximizing that and doing that to your full potential every single day. And if I can do that, then through that learning process, I think I can help others on that same path. And if I can do that, then that means that they can do that too for somebody else. And then it's just going to be a snowball effect. And I think the world's going to end up um, in a pretty damn good place. Um, if we can continue on that journey. So um, impact people, optimize myself, become the best version of myself, and in turn, um, help people in that same pursuit, whatever that looks like for them. And uh, I think I'll be able to rest pretty easy when my time comes. But um, if I can do that, uh, it'll be all good. It'll be all good. Awesome. I think that kind of wraps it up here for the Friday discussion with the one and only John Jakubic. Um, <laughs> Super excited about this for you guys to hear about it. If you only know John, you know, through the podcast, um, I think just from this, you can kind of hear how humble he is, how caring he is. He's a faith-driven guy, um, and he really just wants to help and influence all of you. He's definitely influenced me, and he gets to for the next hundred years or so. <laughs> so I'm super excited about that. I'm super proud of him. This is a his 101 episode come a long way and it's only getting better so i hope you guys enjoy this one it's been really fun and there's going to be a lot more to come have a great weekend um and hug your loved ones enjoy it Freak.